beautiful humans. Thank you for tuning in to the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippey. We started season one with one goal in mind, tell people about Jesus. For the new believers, the confused believers, and the true believers. We are going into a new season, and I will do everything in my might to be a voice of truth when the world is so saturated with lies. We have seen many things that we have discussed on this show come to pass in this shaken world. We are diving deeper this season. We need to lean into Jesus harder than ever, and I encourage you to take the ride with me. We will grow in our faith together as we have been for the first 87 episodes. If you are a new bird and want to go back and listen to season one, I highly recommend it. We love new listeners and we love new believers, but we will speak as if we already know the truth. Jesus and the word of God is the truth and we will preach his name with boldness. We will stand on the sword and fall more in love with God each and every episode. Welcome to the I Like Birds podcast. Let's get it. I was gonna switch up the intro, didn't you? I mean, I'll switch up the intro, but I ain't gonna switch up the song. Here's another one, ready? Wait for it. Welcome to the I Like Birds podcast. Hey, I hope you like the new intro. That was actually something that me and Noah made when uh, he was up here for the summer. Man, it's been a while since I've been behind the mic. I hope you like the new intro. We're in a new season. Life is good. I'm feeling really good about just like just leaning in the faith, man. I'm not feeling good about the outside world. I ain't come here to rub your back and say, hey, vaccine passports are dope. All right. I came here to just come through and just speak truth. All right. I think we have seen what I've said on this show come to pass more so times than not. Not saying I call it right every time. I mean, I think I do call it right every time. It just hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? Like January 6th, hey, Weapons of Mass Distraction. Check out that episode, episode 60, and go uh, do some homework on what January 6th was really like. All right? Anyway, I don't want to get too far down that rabbit hole because we could go there. But, no, man, I'm just feeling good because I got to see, I got to take some time. I got to take some time. Uh, I knew it was summer. The summer vibes were, were coming through just for me as well. I was more listening to music than pods. I wasn't really, I was just going through a season, man, of just, you know, needing a little break. Nothing wrong with that. I never thought I would be in that season, but then again, sometimes you need that, man. You know, sometimes you need to go a few a few months without hearing an album. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what, uh, what mindset I was in. I'm happy to be back. I hope you guys missed the show. I hope you guys uh, had a great summer. The kids are back in school. It's a perfect time to start uh, listening to I Like Birds again. And I think we all kind of need that. Let's be real here. We need we need some, some, some faith. We need some truth. We need some clarity. We need some direction. We need some guidance. We need some community. We need some Jesus. Can we just be real about it here? And I love how on the intro, it's a little bit longer than the last one was, but that's just because I really want to set the tone for this one. I want to let you know that, yo, we are speaking truth, my guy. We're not... I'm not softballing the gospel for anybody, all right? I'm not going to, I mean, I'm pretty already open and transparent about my life, but I'm just going to fill you in with what's going on. You know, I'm I'm in a new season. Uh, I'm back right now in Texas. Uh, I'm not going to say stationary, but I've been here a little while. Um, I flew Noah back to Florida, and then I went to Michigan. Me and Jeff actually had a great time out there. It was such a stinking blast. Uh, Jeff is my friend. We had an episode together called um, God, Philosophy, and Bad Science. If you guys have remember, if you remember that one or if you want to go check that one out, that was in the past when I went and saw him last year. Uh, but when I went out there last year, it was when he first moved out there, so the house wasn't quite ready. And going out there this summer, just seeing all the changes he's made, he's gotten cattle and chickens and ducks. 
and uh, he put in an AC vent into the pole barn. He got a sinking four-wheeler. The boat is up and running. Uh, we went and got a Jeep. He got a truck. What else? He's just been making moves out there, man. And it was cool to help uh, be a be a friend that can go out there and help and just kind of see all the changes and encourage him to keep going. And, uh, like, I, every time I go see him, I learn something new about myself and just uh, the things I want out in life. And me and him actually did an episode together, but we recorded it on his device, so it's been taking a little while for me to get it. And also, I didn't really want to launch the first episode that I give you guys as a guest episode. You know, I wanted to just kind of fill you in with what's going on in my life right now. Um, what else? I'm a little out of breath because I'm excited. And also, it's summertime in Texas, and I'm in the RV, and I shut the fan off so it wouldn't be too loud. So I'm out here a little bit sweating. I got a little croy going, but I'm feeling good. Uh, and I hope I'm not getting too wordy on you guys. I'm just trying to tell you guys what's up. Uh, we'll get to the episode. I wrote something that's actually really powerful that I'm going to share with you guys today. Um, and this kind of it's, it's just going to set the tone for the whole season. I truly believe that. And what else has been going on? All right, yeah, so, oh, let me tell my I Like Birds listeners, I love you guys. You guys should be the first to know. Uh, Catherine's pregnant. Yeah, we found out uh, a couple, was it, when we were in Colorado, uh, she told me and Noah and, and, and Malachi came out wearing a Big Brother shirt. Uh, and I, I was like, Big Brother? You're not a Big Brother. And I was like, oh, snap. You know, and I just figured it out. It was a really cool moment. Um, I don't know if Catherine's going to be softing me telling people about it on um, the podcast. I don't think she will. But at the same time, I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. Uh, I don't. I didn't tell her I was going to tell people, but y'all my people. So it is what it is. Uh, some people already know that listen to this show just because we be texting sometimes and I just, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, I have so much faith in God that I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh, we should wait until the third trimester to tell people. It's like, nah, God made sure we got pregnant, like, pretty much exactly when we we're trying to get pregnant, which is a huge, 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 huge blessing. And this time around, you know, I have two kids. I got Noah when I was uh, 19 and I got Malachi. I had him with my wife uh, two years ago. And I'm not going to lie, this is the first baby I've really felt like a, the spiritual beauty in it and the blessing of like, oh my gosh, God really just was like, hey, you're, it's because, it's and I think the reason is it makes my wife so happy because they're going to be close in age. And that's something she really wanted because she has such a tight bond with her siblings, especially the ones that are closer to her age. So she really wanted to give that to our children. And now that we're able to do that on the timing of everything that happened, uh, it's just been a blessing. And her and I are actually, man, I have not recorded a podcast in a while, guys. I am so sorry. I am, like, out of breath. Oh, I feel terrible. I've been in good shape, too. I think it's just hot in here. Guys, it's like, ooh, your boy's struggling. I'm doing this for the love of the game. You know what I mean? I'm like Shaq at the free throw line sweating. I'm like Roseanne after a couple takes of the show. All right, that was a bad joke. They can't all be winners. You know what I mean? But anyway, where was I going with this? Okay, so we're, we're stationary in Texas right now. Uh, Catherine is pregnant. She's uh, in her first trimester. She doesn't have a lot of energy. She's a little sleepy. She's a little cold, a little hungry, doesn't like the foods that she's eating. You know, she's pregnant, you know, and, and you know, we're actually going to have to have, we had a talk earlier today, which ironically, right before I did the pod, about what our next move is going to be. And, man, we're just plotting something right now that I just feel really good about. And it, mean, it may mean we have to get off the road earlier than we were wanting to or told people like we said oh we'll do a year journey and yeah but then once you get pregnant ah, sometimes the year starts to sound a little long and i've just been oh god's just been doing things in my life y'all oh man i get chills thinking about it but 
uh, I was stressing, man, because we had money put, you know, like when we left, we we're like, all right, we got money, uh, enough money to uh, like sustain us for a few months, right? We're like, all right, we, I mean, if honestly, a year, you know, we, that's why we said a year. We have enough money to sustain us for a year. But it's like, do you really want to dip, 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 dip for one year of life? I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I don't like dipping. You know, like I'm, ch- I'm cheap. I didn't grow up with money. So I don't like dipping. I don't know if you guys like dipping. I don't like dipping, right? So I was starting to get a little worried and whatnot. And I was like, man, I got to figure out how to make money and all this stuff. Like I'm on the road. Like I was even thinking about like getting a, a job I didn't even like on the road just to like, so we could stay on the road, right? Next thing you know, I'm thinking over here writing for um, the freelance website called Fiverr and work just started coming in nonstop. And and I was doing good at the, at the I was doing scripts, like podcast scripts. And those were just going so well. People were giving me five stars saying that they loved it. I helped them out so much. And I was doing also wedding speeches at the same time. Well, apparently wedding season kicked in this summer because everybody's on like uh, the backup for uh, from not being able to get married last year because of the scandemic. And I was able to just keep booking in clients left and right about people that were getting married. So I'm over here just writing for a living now. And it's just been so cool because I'm able to do it like on my own time, on my own pace. And it's just really cool to just see people gravitate into the words that I'm writing. And especially I've had a lot of different um, gigs, if you want to call it that, or orders, or I don't even know what you want to call it. But I've had a lot of clients that have been very God-centric and very Christian and just wanted to um, incorporate God into what they were doing. I wrote for a uh, candidate, a mayor candidate of uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. I helped him with his speech and he's running on all biblical values. And he sent me the speech that he made, like a little video of it. And I was like, "Ooh, I got to be a part of that. And it's just been so cool what God's been doing. I actually started working, um, writing two times a month for this one company in Singapore called uh, Revel. And they sell like journals and they're all about like self-improvement, motivation, and just uh, faith. And it was just so cool to like uh, be able to write for them. And they give me all writing credit on their website. So it helps my page get more traffic and stuff like that. And just puts my name out there as a writer. You know, having published work out there is just something that's been a dream of mine and the fact that that's actually happening now has been just mind-blowing and it just makes me really realize that yo I would have never got to this point if I never took that leap of faith and did the RV thing you know what I mean and it's like guys I know that there's so many people that listen to this show that are just ah you're you're not you're not ready to take that big that big step you know or like and I was there I wasn't ready to take the big step with a lot of things in life um And then, but like, once you just believe in God, like a hundred percent and like that faith is behind your heart, it's not even in your heart anymore. It's just like stamped on there, you know, where you're like, oh, God's got me before I even knew he had me. Now that I know he has me, oh, let's go. Let's get it. (laughs) You know, I'm kind of hyped up right now, but I just know that especially with the world changing the way it is so fast, it's like, bro, we can do anything we want to do and we got to like get after it because Nobody's going to help you out like that. You know, you're you're going to have to help yourself out while walking with God. And God's going to steer steer the ship. You know what I mean? So, uh, I just encourage you guys, man, if you're if you're going through like a life battle right now, a big decision to make, yo, take the one that's bold. I'm telling you, I'm telling you things happen that are like, yo, I'm so glad that happened. Like my friend Kaylin, she just texted me today that she and uh, her husband are going to homeschool their kids. And like, bro, that is so good. That's like the Christian way. Like, let's go. Like, what's going on in the schools right now with the mask and 
them trying to force it on kids, the mask and stuff like that, and vaccines and stuff. Oh my gosh, they're basically lab ratting our kids and they're indoctrinating them with this terrible. I don't want to say too much because one of my friends is on board with this, but we're praying that the light will be shined. <laughs> All right. They're indoctrinating them with critical race theory. Not everything in it is is great. A lot of it is teaching them things that aren't of God. Anyway, uh, and we, we have, you know, we got kids getting kicked out of school for having a mask that says Jesus loves me, but you could wear a BLM mask and nobody has, has a problem with it. So there's just, there's just things that go on in the school with the teachers unions. They just mandated vaccines for all teachers in California. The teacher unions don't want to like sometimes open up the doors or they want, oh man, it's just a lot of stuff goes on. And it's like, if you really think about it, guys, think about it for me real quick. I know this might cut and that's okay. We speak truth. I'll just give you the truth. And if you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you, you know, but think about this, man. Think about this concept that we've kind of um, been programmed to think is acceptable. We take our small child and say, here you go for eight hours a day for 180 days a year do you not think the enemy is going to have some kind of influence on them especially with what you see going on right now it's like we know the curtain's been revealed my guy all right if you if you have eyes for jesus you have eyes for deception too God gives you that clarity and that revolution, uh, revolution, revelation. So do me a solid and just think about the decision if you have a, if you are able to, or just make, make be as parents. Like if I, if I had a situation where, all right, my kid has to go to school because I got to go to work, and I get that your dream job, hey, maybe that that means you got you need to find something to do with your kid because you got to work that dream job, and I get that that's part of your calling. But like let's let's do a good job of making sure that they are our kids are the important one you know our kids are the ones that are valued our kids are the ones we make time for and some of that time has to do with checking in on what they're learning about in school checking in on who their teacher is making sure that things are going the way they should at that school and that means showing up to school board meetings that means being being vocal with what your values and your beliefs are and that means making sure that they know the 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 right way which is the word of god and what god has to say all right and what what god has called us to do as his children and what we're supposed to do for our children and pass it on and so on right getting a little bit wordy here but not wordy but to speak in truth in a way that was not really intended but yo i'm hot i'm fired up i'm ready to go feeling good uh so the summer was good for us <laughs> you like how i do that how i just like dip all the way in then i'm like all right let's pull back a little bit um i'm feeling good though man i missed the microphone i missed the podcast man so much so i'm telling you I feel like I need this. To, it's, it's my comedy. It's my my outlet. And it's, it's like even though I love the writing, and I truly believe writing is like the 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 Trojan horse that's going to take me to where God wants me to wants me to be at. I do also love people, man. I love talking to people. I love uh, speaking truth with people. And and I've missed that since being on the road. I've missed community. I've missed family. I've missed just having people that I see uh, weekly in my life and whatnot. But I also know that my my heart is really leaning towards like living on land with like uh, like tractors and like little lawnmowers where you sit down and you take care of your land and you build stuff on your land and you just, you raise your kids at home, you know, and you just show them the way at home. You know, and my son Malachi, he's already so good with uh, 
like cars and building stuff and he pays attention to every single thing that we do as far as like the the mechanics of how everything does he wants to help he wants to open doors he wants to open his own candy wrappers you know he's out here just like self-sufficient very independent you know and i love that for him and i, I want to raise him in that in that light you know it's like god gives you gifts and gives you like calls you to who you're supposed to be and if we can raise our children up in that we're going to create world changers man don't you believe that like all we have to do really is just love the lord and teach our kids to love the lord and they're going to succeed way more than the average bear that is just that's what faith is about because man there's so many people that are walking on the other side the other enemies on the enemy's team right now and just letting their kids do whatever they want and just into the world and their phone like just lost into sauce right but if we are intentional about our time with God, making our kids uh, be involved in that and having their own relationship with Christ, man, we are setting our children and our families up for success. Can I get it? Amen. Hallelujah. It's 2.40 here, Wednesday, August 11th. Thanks for being part of the I Like Birds podcast. Wouldn't that be funny if I was just kind of like, I had like a radio voice and I cared about uh, just sounding so professional on here. And I was like, oh, it's uh, 2.40 o'clock and we have a traffic jam going 35 miles north. And uh, uh, Biden in office today signed an infrastructure deal, said it's the best thing that ever happens to America. Oh, just don't read the fine print. All right. All right. That was a good little joke to throw in there before we really get into this episode, man. All right. Let's focus on Jesus real quick. Uh, Real quick. I mean, like all day and all week, all month, and all year, uh, because we're going to need it, all right? Uh, I think that the next season that we're going into is going to be one that we're not going to like as Christians, and I mean that so as far as there's going to be muddy waters, and then we're going to come we're going to come to land, and I truly believe that the next episode I write is kind of about that. Uh, it's all about having faith in this world that is just completely falling apart, and we see it. It's at the seams. It's in front of us. It's behind us. They're hiding it from us. They, they censor truth. They fact check stuff. They skew data. They blame Florida. They blame people. They they are segregating people between the vaccinated and unvaccinated. We're seeing a lot of stuff going on in real time. And we need to be wary of that. We need to be alert. And we need to be in the word. We need to be prayed up. We need to be walking with Jesus when the world is not. All right? All right. With that being said... Let us never underestimate the power of sitting down with Jesus. When Jesus was here, I can only imagine how many of his teachings were with him sitting down with his disciples. Or better yet, his disciples sitting down as he speaks, as he teaches, as he shows the light, as he pours out his divine love. He reminds you how much he loves you when you open his word. When I sit in that Bible, I don't know about you, but I get lost in the sauce. I'm serious, y'all. When you open that word, it allows you to let the spirit of God in the room. It's like a storm is outside and the front door swings open. You're opening the doors to God when you open that book. I promise you, open that book. You are right at his feet and he leans in and he whispers, I got you. And then he fills you up with the Holy Spirit and you feel the fruits of the spirit. You feel that joy, love, comfort, and peace. And those, those feelings are finally present when they were absent for so long. The Spirit makes you look where you are and helps you see what you were doing in this life. The Spirit reminds you of, of who God put next to you to do this life with. Opening that word makes your whole body relax in this extremely tense world we are living in right now. 
And I'm not able to do it without God. I'll be so honest with you guys. Zach Rippey cannot do it alone anymore. I don't like what's happening out there. I don't know if y'all do. I don't like it. But I, I can't do it without God. As much as I have pride and I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I'm confident. I'm, I believe in myself. Yeah, I do. But, like, without God in this world right now, I'm lost. Because I'll be honest, man, even when I'm not with God, you know, and I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm out of the game for too long, I am moving a million miles an hour before I actually sit down with God and, like, regroup, you know? It's as if I'm caught impatiently fishing, right? And he just bites on my hook and brings me back to reality. As soon as I sit down, that's what it feels like. Bigger things are happening behind the scenes, y'all. There is a light that needs to be shed on humanity. Think of everything that has happened in these last 18 months. Are we going to fish and never recast? Are we going to wish and never walk down the bank? Are we going to fish and never switch up the bait? I know my answer. Do you know yours? Too many times in life we get caught in the mind trap of convincing ourselves we don't deserve these blessings that are ours. I want you to really think about that. Because the Spirit will reveal the fruit to you. You'll see the blessings. Your, your, your vision will be straight. Oh, I see what you're doing, God. When you open up to God, when you open up the Bible, when you open up to his word and his will, and you let the spirit of God into you, whether that be through worship, prayer, whatever your means are. Once you let God in, you you will see the fruit. Because when we're not walking with God and we're away from God, our selfish sin says, oh, these blessings are not enough. I want more. We get greedy, envious. Oh, why me? Self-pity. And guys, I'm saying this because I'm guilty of it too. I'm telling you how I am. If I'm with God, I'm I'm loving life. I'm seeing things clearly. I'm feeling the blessings. But when I'm not walking with God and I'm walking for me, you know, the little God theology of like self and ego, I'm not at my best. I'm not, I'm not walking with God. It's the opposite. I'm walking with just flesh. You know, it's almost like the same concept of like when the devil says in Ezekiel, when Lucifer says in Ezekiel that he wants his throne to be above God. And that's kind of how we do it in ourselves, like in our own hearts. You know, we put ourselves above God when we're not walking with him. And the truth is, even though we have these blessings, we don't really deserve these blessings. But the whole story of God is grace and love. We were made out of such purity at the beginning of time and we decided to spiral into destruction. Further and further away from God, we drift. I have no one to look up to anymore. No one to turn to but Christ. And he is truly becoming the only thing my faith is attached to. I'll be honest. After these 18 months and seeing what I've seen and knowing what I know and what's been revealed to me and by walking with God, I no longer have faith in humanity. But I do have faith that God will restore humanity, which is a big difference in a time so thirsty for truth. It's a never-ending battle between flesh and spirit within us, guys. I know God, and I know what he says to do. I either don't know him enough or don't yet know how to fully deny my flesh self. All right, and I'll say that again because I think sometimes it's tricked into thinking that pastors and people that pursue ministry have it all figured out. Nah, dog. I know what he says to do. I've read the book. I've studied the word. I've been in the Jesus books. I've worshipped. I've, I've gone hard on my faith this last year and a half. I really have. 
But sometimes I still either don't know him enough or I just don't yet know how to deny flesh fully. And I think we all struggle with that, but we need to wrap our mind around it. Because then again, does any man deny flesh fully? In the New Testament book of Romans, Paul talks about the sad reality that we can never achieve being holy. (laughs) They don't tell you that in church, do they? But that's this reality. That's a doctrinal position that is that is stated in the book of Romans, that we are born with a DNA of sin because of Adam. There are some other words I wanted to say before that, but because of Adam. Christ is the only one. I, I will say Eve, but I don't want to go ahead and, <laughs> you know. It's the man's responsibility not to sin against God. You know what I mean? Come on. Christ is the only one who can make a human being holy by being in him and him in you. That is also in the book of Romans. It also says somewhere else. I think this is Corinthians. I don't know. I don't remember where I saw it, but I remember seeing it because I have an eye for what the what the book says. I just don't remember where I saw it. All right. And I'm not going to go look back because, hey, trust me, it says it. We have to constantly beat the flesh. Listen to this. This is my favorite part of this entire episode, okay? Paul says that we have to constantly beat the flesh. The spirit has to constantly pound and beat the flesh. I, for some reason, figuratively think of the word beat. I think of beating the flesh like a sledgehammer in your hand trying to bust out of a concrete wall. I think of the word beating. What a beautiful word. It's a word used to describe what your heart does as well as what your pulse does. It's also a word that is used to describe conquering an opponent. In other words, beating the enemy. Oh, that's good. Gosh, clip that up. Somebody clip it up and post it on your own thing. But in all seriousness, so when Paul says to beat the flesh with the spirit, he's letting us know that we need God to beat the devil. We need Christ to beat the devil. The devil is naturally inside of us because of the depravity of man, because of the sin, because of the fall, because of the progression of sin, because of the fall of the human race. Even God says it himself that sin progresses, which in layman terms means gets worse. Why do you think things are the way they are right now? Yep. Living word of God, people. Let me go further here. We are at the worst we have ever been in society because of our lack of spiritual pursuit. If you question why things are going the way they are going, it is because we have never been in a society that has so lacked the pursuit of spiritual truth. We don't even seek God as a culture, not even a little bit. It's weird. I I write speeches for people and I ask, hey, Would you like me to include a Bible verse? And they're like, oh, nothing religious, please. And I see, I see, and I even see people say, "Uh, uh, we don't believe in God. And I'm like, ooh, my guy, check the pod. (laughs) Like, you don't believe in God. I just, oh, I could never be there. Because it's, I mean, I understand it. And I understand, like, I understand being mad at people and and religion as a whole as far as like, you know, what what it's done over the history of of mankind. But man, a lot of people to save y'all. But yeah, man, we don't see God as a culture here in America, right? It's as if man, man in general, man, human species 
has stopped being curious about what we are doing here. It's as if the minds have squandered to the pits of lust, pleasure, and self-indulgence. And I'm not ready to be in the pits. Before Christ, my flesh was leading me there. When I take strides away from Christ, I am being led by that same flesh. I am not walking in the light. I am walking in the ego. Like that crappy attitude that I have a lot of times, I don't like it. I identify it. I know it's there. It's a problem. I'm working on it, praying through it, trying to get it out of my system. That is me walking in the ego, walking in the self instead of walking in the light. I'm at my best when I'm sitting down with Jesus and then going throughout my day. Go throughout my day, sitting down with Jesus. Got to make time for it. The greatest sin of them all is the sin of self. We talked about a lot. Uh, we talked about that a, a lot as of late on this show. Uh, I've also been talking about it a lot in my real life uh, with my uh, my real life, uh, my friend, my friendships. You know, my real relationships that I'm talking to. And you get the point. This is funny to say in my real life because this is all my real life. I tell you guys pretty much everything I'm going through. But uh, sometimes there's no uh, there's no response. You know. Sometimes you'll post a, like a fire episode and you don't hear nothing, but you're like, bro, how's like 70 views? That didn't hit? That didn't hit your heart? Come on now. <laughs> so I appreciate when y'all reach out and let me know you you were rocking with an episode. Even if you just post it on your story, tag the kid and be like, yo, this one was money. I'd be like, hey, see, I appreciate you. You know, if like you'll share something about like the Olympics or like uh, a news story, it's like, yo, share the pod. Come through. Help, help me out a little bit. You know, help the show. Get more people saved. I just told you about the speeches. Get more people saved. So yeah, the greatest sin of them all is the sin of self. It drags you down and destroys what this beautiful life has to offer. When my window is in my mind, think about this. I think y'all could probably relate. I'm thinking of one person specifically that I know struggles with this as well that listens to this show. When my windows are foggy and my nose is down, I miss out on all the outside world has to offer. The screens are the enemy. The news cycle is a highway to hell. And the love of self is is the new world religion. We are waking up though. One man at a time. One unbeliever at a time. One Christian at a time. One lukewarm Christian at a time. The question we must ask ourselves is, are we, you listening, me talking, us, are we walking in the light? How do we do that? I tell you, if I know one thing and one thing only, it starts with sitting down with Jesus. He will show you the areas in your life in which you've been slacking. He smacked me in the face when I sat down to write this episode, y'all. Because I've been slacking before I wrote this. I wrote this a few days ago and... Since then, ooh, your boy life back in tune. I am moving and grooving. I feel the light inside me. I feel good. Wake up in a good mood, being a better dad, being a better husband, having moments of even when I slip, apologizing and moving on from it, having bad moments, not having bad days. I think that was what it means to walk in the light. Shout out my boy Jeff DeWeird. He hit me with that quote. So I sat down to open the Bible you know, not to write the episode, sat down to open the Bible because I've been like, yo, God, it's been a minute. I need to check in where we at. And then the episode came after. The Bible got me behind the keys. The walking in his will can only continue if I'm sitting down with him enough. We have to walk and sit down with Jesus. 
Jesus will help you see yourself. He will pick apart the things that you have been struggling with and help you get to the bottom of them. He is our friend. He is our leader. He guides us when we are lost. He has his hand on our back as we handle different wars. He is there in our losses and is responsible for every victory. I am no longer internally concerned with what is going on in the physical. I heard something profound the other day from a friend of mine. He said, we need to be focusing on our own personal relationship with God and stop worrying about everyone else's relationship with God. And this couldn't be more true. Worrying about what other folks are doing and pigeonholing their faith only makes us modern day Pharisees. Doctrinal beliefs are important, but we need to be uniting with people who walk in delight, not dividing ourselves based on standing, merit, and doctrine. I don't know what two of those words mean. (laughs) Now is the time for the body of Christ to unite with the head of Christ. We need to let the Holy Spirit in the room as we sit down with Jesus. Opening that book will change your whole life. I promise. It'll change your whole life. You think it won't change your whole day? Sit down with Jesus. The Bible is so important. Sometimes we connect with Christ in different ways like worship, prayer, and just being alone with our thoughts. But the powerful surrender to say, speak to me, Father, does wonders. I am not passive with my faith, despite my black spots. Despite the thorn in my flesh, I am walking in the light. I get off the path and God throws me right back on the path. He bites the hook, pulls the line, and reminds me to get out of there and be the light. We can't let this outside world distract us from what God is doing in our inner world. We have to clean our windows, love our families, and leave the house and be fishermen of men. When we leave the house, bring Jesus with us. You don't have to be involved in every wreck, but at least bring Jesus with you to the crash scene. We can do this. It takes saying yes one time, and then they naturally become more frequent. We will do greater works than he, it says in the Bible. It says in the beautiful book and gospel of John. Don't you want to see what that means? We will do greater works than he. Don't you want to understand what Jesus is talking about here? I know I do. My friends, my family, my fellow believers, let's sit at the feet of Jesus and let's sit down with Jesus. Share those with every human being you've ever met before. We'll see you next time. This is the I Like Birds podcast. New season.